the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Despite some dicey weather in the forecast, NASA is hoping to uh, launch the uh, first rocket from U.S. soil with astronauts made by a commercial company ever. And President Trump is en route to the Kennedy Space Center hoping for a ringside seat. It's about a 50-50 shot. Otherwise, it'll be postponed till Wednesday, I understand. Not Sunday, but Wednesday. But we'll see what happens. This will be the second attempt at a history-making ride into orbit on board a rocket ship that was built by the company SpaceX. The afternoon liftoff planned for 322 Eastern Time, weather permitting. Dozens, uh, or I should say just days after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, people took to the streets in protest in dozens of cities around the country last night. They marched, chanted, stopped traffic, and in some cases turned violent toward the police. This is SRN News. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Just after 1 o'clock on AM 1280, The Patriot. That means we have the headline act, Mitch Berg, coming up here in just a little bit. The best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is on AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson for the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1. Each week, the Narn brings you the best in local political conservative talk. That's the Narn from 1 to 3. In the Great Plains, Windows and Doors Weather Center, we're going to have a high near 67 and a low around 47 for the rest of the day. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the hazy, smoky ruin of a blue city. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My neighborhood, the Midway. Not the hardest hit front in what has happened this past week, but the one I live in. For those of you who are curious, yes, I'm safe, clearly. I'm safe, I'm healthy, everyone in my family is doing just fine, and I am so mad right now, I can barely contain myself for broadcast. And I'm not going to try and, first of all, first things first. Since this last broadcast, Monday, Memorial Day, an atrocity happened, and I'm just going to put this out there right now. Uh, The murder 
the alleged murder of uh, of of uh, Mr. Floyd, George Floyd. Thank you. Uh, and I say alleged because that's what you do when you're in the media, and there has not been a trial. I've had some of my more progressive, more virtue signally friends try and, and say, what do you mean alleged? It's right there on the video. Yeah, but everyone is innocent until proven guilty, especially now that the officer involved, Officer Chauvin, is under arrest. There's a legal process, and if you care about due process, and many on the left do not, you will respect the notion that a citizen is innocent until proven guilty. That being said, I don't think any of those officers want me or anybody who watched that video with a living soul to be on their jury. So anyone saying you just don't care about George Floyd, if that's what you think, go ahead, give us a call at 651-289-4488. But wear your asbestos underwear. You're going to need it because you're going to get scorched to a fine sheen if you try. Guarantee it. My thoughts and prayers go out to the family and the loved ones of, of Mr. Floyd. And there needs to be an accounting for what happened. And some sort of accounting will happen. There's been an arrest. There have been charges, third-degree murder and a lesser-included charge of second-degree uh, manslaughter. There will be a court case. Don't know how that's going to work. But that's how it works in our society. But if you think that any of what's happened this last two nights is about seeking any sort of justice for George Floyd, which, by the way, I hope we get, and again, my thoughts and hopes and prayers go out to the families involved, to the people involved, frankly, yes, to the African-American community involved, the actual members of the African-American community who live and work in this city and earn a living and raise their families and send their kids to decaying, decrepit, I mean that intellectually speaking, public schools that have basically used these the school system as warehouses for their children. My thoughts and prayers go out to them. And, and by the way, for those of you who say, what do you mean hearts and prayers? What about your actions? Yeah, thoughts and prayers are a predicate to action that actually works and makes sense. Again, if you disagree, call me. But you're not going to like what you hear, and you're not going to like how you come off. Guarantee it. But by all means, do. 651-289-4488. Anyway, I'm safe. But it was a close call. This neighborhood that has been my home for 33 years now, not so much. Most of the damage is done along University Avenue, which is about three quarters of a mile south of my house. I won't go into details. Buildings burned, looted from wall to wall, massive destruction. Looks like a war zone. I That, that term gets overused, but it looks like a war zone on University Avenue, and that is a... That's a that's a breeze in a hurricane compared to what happened along Lake Street the first night, the second night, and the expansion last night when apparently the destruction moved west down at least to Chicago and Lake. That's on top of the first day's rioting and looting. Uh, three Target stores hit hard. The one on East Lake first across from the 3rd Precinct hit first, looted terribly, damaged terribly. 
you heard it here first, folks. That that target is not reopening. I've got sources in the commercial real estate business who say Target's not coming back there. They've been wanting to close that store almost since I've been in the Twin Cities. Almost since I moved to that neighborhood in 1985, just down the street from the 3rd Precinct, about the time that that building was finishing construction. That precinct that Jacob Fry ordered abandoned midday Thursday, this according to sources with close from uh, close contact with Minneapolis police. Midday, the mayor ordered the third precinct right in the heart of the violence to evacuate to the fourth precinct and to bunker down and do nothing. That was an order from the top. The government abdicated one of its few reasons to exist, few legitimate reasons to exist, those reasons are not to provide diversity officers, not to build bike paths, to preserve public order, the order that separates us from anarchy. And I don't mean the cutesy anarchy that the little college kids run around yapping about, sometimes not so much college kids. I'm talking about the complete lack of order without which prosperity is impossible, prosperity without which freedom is irrelevant. Got news for you, folks. We got none of the above here in the core city. None of it. There is no order. There darn sure is no prosperity. I caught myself there. We have neither. The government that we charge in a free society with enforcing that order and respecting liberty has abdicated both responsibilities. There is no cutesy way of putting this. I'm safe more or less. Close call. I walked down to Snelling Avenue to see how things were going. I'd been listening to the police scanner. It sounded like things were had been heated up on University Avenue all day. Helicopters overhead for hours. It sounded like the, the, the Mogadishu scenes from Black Hawk down by my house all day Thursday. Still kind of, no, that's a lawnmower. <laughs> Hard to tell sometimes. So I walked down to Snelling Avenue. And as I got close to the the, the street, past uh, the, the library building on Minnehaha, I saw the sparkle of broken glass on the ground around and about a building called Lloyd's Pharmacy, a building that's been there since 1918, a pharmacy that's been around for over 100 years, a place where I've been getting my and my family's prescriptions for ever since I had a family, ever since there was a me in the midway. I've lived most of the last 33 years within two blocks of that pharmacy. It's a place that cared for people's health, a place that was expanding. They just made a big commitment in the last year, expanding their building, opening a farm formulary lab to provide medication to local, to, to, to local people who needed it and opened a separate medical office next door, above, above and behind. It's a huge investment in a neighborhood like this. I walked down to the street. I saw people running out of the gas station, the speedway across the street, a group of youths carrying bunches of stolen goods being chased by the immigrant couple who run the place. Uh, the other gas station up the street was being looted as well. 
And I saw a bunch of other kids, white kids, in case you were asking, but I still consider them part of the vibrant community that we live in, all masked up and looking for trouble running past me towards the gas station. Apparently, the gas station looked like a better target. My spidey sense was tingling. I beat a retreat back home, and I bunkered down there for the rest of the night. That was my close call. My neighborhood didn't escape. Came out the next morning, Lloyd's Pharmacy. One of the centerpieces of my little neighborhood was completely burned out. Completely burned out. A place that existed only for the good of this community and the people who have been running it for 102 years. Burned to the ground. Two other businesses up and down the street looted, boarded up. All the businesses up and down Snelling boarded up. Although that, blessedly, was the only, uh, Lloyd's was the only place burned out. No idea why. As senseless as everything else that's happened this last couple of days. University Avenue itself, lost cause for, for, the, for this past week. Yeah, I'm angry. I'm angry because what I saw overnight, I mean, riots happen, watching East Lake Street, my old neighborhood, burning, blazing for 12, 14 hours, flames leaping up into the air, is is not what you expect to see, not just in an American city. I mean, that happens. You read history, you know that happens. The American city you live in, the American city that prides itself on its stolid, stoic acceptance of difficult realities, or worse yet, the Minneapolis, St. Paul of Laurie Sturdivant, the bunch of people who get along if it weren't for those darn Republicans, that got burned up too. That got smashed by roaming gangs of thugs of all races, colors, and lack of creed with baseball bats and hammers and God only knows what else. Yeah, I'm safe. And someone is going to have to help all of us law-abiding citizens keep it that way. Or all hell is going to break loose. Oh yeah, worse than it already has. No, I'm not talking about going all vigilante, although I will say this, there is a rumor came across the police scanner that one local business decided to go all Koreatown, got up on its roof, visibly armed as a deterrent. The police talked him into keeping it inside the building, which under Minnesota self-defense law makes perfectly good sense. When I get that confirmed, believe me, <laughs> I'm going to be eating dinner there at least once a week for the rest of time. I don't think we're done seeing that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, later on in the broadcast, we're going to have uh, Julio Rosas from Town Hall joining us, as well as Rob Dore from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Oh, yeah, if you're a Second Amendment advocate and activist, there is much, much more to be discussed there as well. 651-289-4488 if you want to join me. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'm not. Who's that man? Thinks he's a prophet. Well, I wonder if he's got something up. Get that. 
Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Your safety is of the utmost importance to the Invergrove Hyundai family. They want you to know that you can shop their entire inventory online at InvergroveHyundai.com. And if you're in need of a new Hyundai right now, it's a great time to buy. All Hyundai Elantras and Hyundai Tucsons come with 0% financing for 84 months. You'll find over 500 vehicles to choose from, and Invergrove Hyundai's internet managers will answer any of your questions. You can do all the paperwork online as well. Even though their sales and service department is open for business, Invergrove Hyundai will deliver the vehicle to your home for your test drive and, of course, after your purchase is completed. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. The world as we know it may have changed, but the incredible customer service that you'll receive at Invergrove Hyundai has not. Stay safe, and when you're ready, visit them online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. At American Family Insurance, we know owning a business takes hard work. From long days to long nights, starting your own business is a dream worth pursuing. We're right here in your community, and we'll be here for you every step of the way. American Family Insurance is focused on protecting the business you've worked so hard to build so you can keep moving towards what's next. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. One, two, three, four! Remember, COVID-19? God, this seems like such a pleasant, innocent time here in the city, doesn't it? When people are just worried about wearing masks and getting sick. <laughs> uh, AM12Athepatriot.com, you see the latest stats for COVID-19 in Minnesota. Updates on testing, potential treatments being created and reviewed. Resources for employers from the Minnesota Department of Revenue. Caring for you and your family's mental and physical well-being, as well as the latest from the CDC. Find these articles and many more, plus the governor's daily press conferences at am12athepatriot.com. Just click COVID-19 updates and resources. Let's see if Governor Waltz blames COVID on white supremacists. Anyway, you've seen in the news what's happened on East Lake Street, a conflagration unlike anything we've seen. I'm going to guess probably as bad as, if not worse, than what happened along Plymouth Avenue in 1968. 
68, 67, before my time in the Twin Cities, certainly, the late 60s, when Plymouth Avenue, an area of Minneapolis that was different, had challenges at the time, uh, just made itself uh, even less desirable as a place to be to do business. Uh, North Minneapolis has never recovered. South Minneapolis, the area along Lake Street, has gone through some ups and downs over the years. It was kind of hitting a down by the, when I first lived down there. It's been moving up, gentrifying, if you will, for the last couple decades. Crime rates dropping and so forth, but that's all swirled down the drain here right now. These are the times when people who live in a city look to government anywhere, really. Uh, not, not, just, not just the riots, not just this, this civil unrest, but the, uh, the epidemic that, that led up to it, in fact, may have inflamed it because there's so many people out of work, so many people uh, thrown out on the street, including, by the way, uh, George Floyd, who's the bar at which he worked as a bouncer, has been shut down and he's been out of work which may have precipitated the episode that led to his contact with the police that led directly or indirectly to his death. It all ties back to the economic collapse of Minneapolis, which has been going on outside of the, 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 the parts that have the money. South Minneapolis has, has been a place that has been where, along with North Minneapolis, a place where Minneapolis's problems get warehoused by the people that are in charge. But during times like this, we look to the people who are in charge, our elected leaders, our bureaucracy, to do the right thing regarding protecting the public, doing one of its very few legitimate jobs under the Constitution, defending the, <laughs> defending the public, defending, the, 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 uh, defending us and providing for the general welfare, meaning not so much monthly checks as making sure the place uh, that they're in charge of is worth living and worth doing business in a place where prosperity and freedom can go hand in hand. And with that in mind, looking at what's happened this last couple of days in terms of our various executive branch officers in St. Paul at the governor's office and in both cities, it it's hard to get around the, the, the observation that we are in the worst possible hands here in Minneapolis and St. Paul. <laughs> Thursday afternoon, I almost wrote that Mayor Fry's afternoon press conference was the worst train wreck I've ever seen in public in my life. I mean, he was deflecting all of the, the problems that had happened the previous morning day and that the previous night, I should say, Wednesday night when the, the rioting started and that morning off to people's anger, people's sorrow, people's rage, the need for people to stand together. And then he turned it over to his um, the, the president of the Minneapolis City Council, a transgender black woman who got up to the mic and tried to sing Amazing Grace a cappella without accompaniment. And now, if this person were Aretha Franklin, rest her soul, or Nina Simone, ditto, even Mariah Carey, it could have been an inspiring moment. It, it was not, suffice to say. And... and after the press conference that followed 12 hours later, it's probably forgotten and probably justifiably so. But if you were a citizen of Minneapolis, you would have to look at that, at that, at that, at that press conference, the first one, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. And you'd be forgiven for looking at that press conference and, th and thinking, this is a, 
This is a sketch from Reno 911, a, a parody of local government and police work, uh, a, a spoof. It was the real thing. I've never seen anything less impressive. Well, no, I had never seen anything less impressive from people who are leaders of a major city ever, ever. Until 1.30 a.m. Friday morning, yesterday morning, when Mayor Fry, looking bleary-eyed, but perfectly quaffed after his appearance on Rachel Maddow at 8 o'clock the night before, went on the... When I went to do a press conference in front of a press who I couldn't help but thinking are starting to get tired of his waffling, tired of his evasions, tired of his deflections. And he got something I had despaired of ever seeing from the Twin Cities media. Some tough, incisive questions asking him to cut the malarkey and answer a malarkeying question. One reporter, unnamed, but much appreciated, asked, What's the plan? A reasonable question in a city that is ablaze. A city where the police have evacuated one of the five, count them five, precincts in the city. And the mayor stood there. Nothing apparently going on belief that beneath that perfect hairdo he wore. Nothing going on between his perfect hairdo and his rock-solid chin before he finally, after five seconds of deer-in-the-headlights staring off into the distance, said, with regard to what? And I nearly choked. With regard to the Minnesota Twins record? What do you think in regard to? And after he responded with that, he, he, he responded even less effectively for the next few minutes of blathering about people's hurt, people's rage, people's uh, how, how much he felt for the rage in the community. No answer. It's gotten to the point where even reporters from the most craven leftist Mainstream media, the, the Channel 11, the Star Tribune are asking, we need answers. We've got nothing to tell people. And there is indeed nothing to tell people. The city of Minneapolis needs a Winston Churchill, a Ronald Reagan, even a John F. Kennedy for the love of God. <laughs> Maybe even a Jesse Ventura for all I care. It got Pajama Boy. And from the state level, it may be even worse. Uh, Governor Waltz got some good reviews early on for what sounded like a response, starting to call out the National Guard, starting to order deployments into the city. But that deployment got pulled back because they presumably in deference to the wishes of the progressive majority in Saint in Minneapolis who abhor the notion of using force to enforce order, they got pulled out apparently last night along with the police. There was virtually no police presence on the street, on the street, literally Lake Street, up and down it all the way west to Chicago Avenue. Nothing. 
Jacob Fry abdicated his responsibility. That's fine. Nobody expected him to have a backbone of any kind against not only the the not only do, do we not expect him to have a backbone, but after his response to quote anti fa during the violence around the various Trump events over the last four years, we expected him and his administration to go as easy as possible on the group, which is close kissing cousins to his power base, the progressive far extreme left. So I didn't expect much, but Governor Waltz, well, he called out a token, read meaningless, with all due respect to the guardsmen involved, deployment of 500 National Guard to south to the south side and pulled them out as soon as things got hot. Apparently, apparently thinking that the curfew would do the trick. I had my doubts, but I had my hopes, but it didn't work. And I will say this, little as, as, uh, as little as I compliment the government of St. Paul and, and Melvin Carter in particular, I will say this, Chief Todd Axtell earned my admiration for going on the air after the news of the evacuation of the third precinct and saying St. Paul police aren't abandoning anything. And I don't know if that's why things seemed quieter in St. Paul last night. I didn't hear gunshots. I didn't hear helicopters. Granted, I was getting my first decent night's sleep in a couple nights. That may have had something to do with it. But I will say this, if that was your intention, Chief Axtell, thank you for being one leader who started to fill in the vacuum. In the meantime, what are we getting from the state right now? Finally, after four nights of this war on the law-abiding citizens and this deflection from the death of George Floyd, let's not forget that, we get Governor Waltz trying to blame white supremacists. Oh, we're not done with that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. When we come back, we'll be talking with uh, Julio Rosas from Town Hall. He'll be, uh, he's will be he been reporting live from the riots for Town Hall for the last couple of nights. We're going to get his perspectives. When we come back, go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriots. Take a bullet. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? 
Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. We will open up the phone lines to your comments sometime later on this hour, certainly into the next hour. By the way, next hour we'll be talking with Rob Dorr from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus about the good news and the bad news on the Second Amendment front from this civil unrest. On the good side, we've had some people very visibly defending their property deterring violence, on the other hand, uh, by, by their presence uh, and the means to enforce that deterrence. On the other hand, we have one good man in jail because he misread the law, a pawn shop owner who took action against looters and probably took it on the wrong side of his front door. That's my guess. If you're a potential juror out there, nullification is the word of the day. And if, uh, by the way, there's plenty of bad news because while the Minneapolis police couldn't defend Target, or Cobb on East Lake, or really anything else on Lake Street, they were able to spare manpower to go out and find people who are open carrying to deter violence on their streets. It's good to know Mayor Fry's priorities. Anyway, I've been talking about my couple of days here in the Midway, the second hardest hit area, maybe third hardest hit area in the Twin Cities so far. But with us from townhall.com, reporter Julio Rosas joins us uh, and by the way, I, I, my handwriting is almost illegible. I, Julio, forgive me if I got your name wrong, but Julio Rosas from Town Hall joins us here. You have been on the street for the last couple nights. First of all, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the broadcast. And uh, uh, what have you been seeing this last couple nights in Minneapolis, Julio? Uh, so what I've been seeing uh, over the past, uh, the past two nights is uh, basically law enforcement uh, completely abandoning the third precinct area. Um, whenever things get 
uh, tough. So yeah. uh, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night, uh, that's when the third uh, precinct was burned down because they they were ordered uh, apparently by the mayor to to evacuate the building. Uh, now there were concerns about police being unable to leave the building uh, while uh, because it was being surrounded by by rioters who had breached the perimeter uh, of the parking lot, and so there was concerns that they would be unable to escape as the rioters. Uh, were attempting to uh, burn the building, which, of course, they eventually did, but only after the cops were able to leave. Uh, Now, uh, the the cops were holding their own. Uh, However, this this speaks more to the leadership um, that no reinforcements were sent. No National Guardsmen uh, were were, were present. And and, and so that was was the other night. And now last night, uh, or or yesterday, the National Guardsmen and state police uh, in right gear were were out in force in the third precinct area. They they were able to set up a perimeter, uh, and and uh, the Target and and that Cub grocery store uh, were no longer being looted um, after they had been looted um, all day uh, the day before. And uh, th- things things got out of hand when uh, the curfew was coming up, uh, the 8 p.m. curfew, and the law enforcement told the crowd that they were going to be in violation of that in 10 minutes. And uh, the crowd got very angry, and that's when they started throwing uh, all sorts of objects at them, bricks, rocks, bottles, jugs of, of stuff. And um, the, the police did respond to that, but they were also they, – they pulled completely back. They, they, they completely left uh, the third precinct area. And so uh, it, it's, it's kind of a question of, well, what's the point of having the police there if they're not going to hold their – if they're not going to stand their ground – uh, whenever the crowd gets uh, unruly. Uh, Julio, I had, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I was the first person on my blog at shotinthedark.info uh, on Thursday afternoon. Obviously, we knew that there was a siege, if you will, not to overdramatize it, but a siege at the 3rd Precinct on Wednesday night where the cops inside were fighting back and trying to hold their perimeter. Sometime early Thursday afternoon, I got uh, information from contacts of mine close in close contact with Minneapolis police officers that the officers during the daytime had been ordered by the city's political leadership, a.k.a. Mayor Fry, I use the term leadership very lightly, to evacuate to the 4th Precinct and to sit tight and quote, uh, quote, direct quote was, quote, sit tight and do nothing, end quote. Police were upset about that, but uh, would it, uh, and again, basically what we have is a complete abdication of civil authority in time for Thursday night, uh, for everything to go completely sideways Thursday night. Now, Friday night, Friday, yesterday, started out promising, Julia. We had a line of National Guardsmen across the street bright and early in the morning. We yeah. had, the, as you pointed out, the perimeter around the target and the cub across from the precinct. Do you have any idea from your reporting where the the, the 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 motivation to pull them out and yet again leave the streets of Minneapolis to the thugs came from. So uh, it appears that they were redirected to the fifth precinct. Uh, that that was the that was kind of the next target for for rioters and and, and looters. Um, that that that's my understanding that they were sent there to reinforce it. But uh, that just shows that there is now a lack of manpower where they clearly they're not able to defend uh, all parts of the city at, at, at any given time since, uh, like I said, it appears that they were pulled away completely and left that whole area because we, we walked, uh, the, that, that crowd just walked blocks and blocks and blocks down 
down Lake Street towards the fifth precinct uh, after after the perimeter had been abandoned. So uh, clearly, clearly more more uh, National Guardsmen are needed. And the governor did say that they, th- this is one of the few times that they are actually planning on fully mobilizing the entire uh, state guard. They're fully mobilizing the State Guard. Contacts of mine in public safety indicate that they are redirecting troops that are already on their way to Camp Ripley, for uh, which is our local National Guard camp, uh, who are already scheduled for exercises, are being redirected to Minneapolis. Are you? I, 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 first of all, two questions regarding the National Guard, Julio, and that is, uh, first of all, did they move with the rest of the police down to the 5th Precinct? Or when did you stop seeing National Guard out on the street, that token force of 500? Uh, I know they were all around the Capitol last night. Um, And maybe that's why St. Paul was so quiet last night around where I live. And are you seeing any evidence of troops moving into the neighborhood yet? Or heard from your contacts any evidence of uh, the troops moving into the neighborhood yet? Yes. So so yesterday the perimeter was comprised of both National Guardsmen and, and state police. Uh, and and all all of them uh, pulled out after after uh, the the crowd started throwing uh, projectiles at them, and so uh, because they were using tear gas to kind of cover I, I don't want to say retreat but to cover their you know falling back tactical uh, withdrawal they, yeah yeah covering their withdrawal um, they 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 uh, kind of got uh, they they were able to pull away completely and I, I was able, I wasn't able to uh, catch up to them. Uh, just because the tear gas uh, lingered for a while, and and once it finally cleared, then that's when the the crowd just started walking down uh, towards the fifth precinct. Just to make sure that uh, people who aren't in Minneapolis are familiar, third precinct, of course, is the corner of Lake and Minnehaha in uh, in in on uh, east corner of South Minneapolis. I lived my first apartment in the Twin Cities when I moved here from North Dakota. It was just a couple blocks south of there. I know the area well. Uh, I actually know the area around Cup Foods, where this whole episode started that was my neighborhood for a long time along with my younger brother who also moved here uh it's sort of the immigrant neighborhood for those of us in the upper midwest uh the third the fifth precinct farther west is just south of lake street on nicolet avenue uh two blocks south of the former kmart uh down there near the white castle for the, that's the landmark for a lot of us uh can you describe what you saw during that probably what two three miles between the two precincts along lake street last night julio it was just it was just complete and total anarchy. There there were cars on fire, all the other business, and that that was kind of the consequence of uh, the uh, the perimeter being being abandoned because now the the focus was no longer the third precinct area because everything had been looted or burned down. So now, as they were following the the National Guardsmen and riot police. Uh, people were starting to break off and, and, and trying to break into other businesses that hadn't been broken into uh, the, the previous nights because everything had been mainly focused uh, in that area, at least been mainly focused around the third precinct. Now that they're all gone, now not only uh, are they, is there new uh, stores and, and businesses to loot and, and burn down in cars, uh, but they were also able to, like I said, uh, start new fires. And, and more buildings were, were caught on fire. So really, the, this this tactic that they did for for whatever reason led to more more destruction because they 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 led essentially they they led that that whole crowd into uh, basically fresh targets. Yeah, and and it's my impression, and I would love to get your thoughts on this, uh, Julio Rosas from. 
uh, townhall.com, uh, which is uh, affiliated with Salem Communications, which is, writes my paychecks as well, uh, Julio. Uh, your impression of the, my impression is that they're, they're, the, the pro- pro- protesters, first of all, according to Department of Public Safety, 80% of the arrests were from people outside of the Twin Cities last night. Not all of them, as some reports have said, but the vast majority. We Believe me, we have plenty of far-left nutcases here in the Twin Cities. Uh, but that they are going to where the, 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 the leadership seems the weakest. I will say this about the St. Paul Police Department. Uh, Todd Axtell said nothing is getting abandoned here. And while they're just as overmanned as Minneapolis is, they seem to have held the line last night. My impression, uh, Julio Rosas, is they're they are exploiting the weakest link in the chain, and that weak link is Minneapolis city government. Any uh, any any speculation on that, uh, Julio Rosas? Yeah, no, I I completely I I agree. Uh, they because uh, um, the the target that was right across the street from the third precinct was was being was being looted for two days straight, um, and that was partly because uh, no reinforcements were sent to that area. And uh, at the same time, you saw in St. Paul, another target was starting to get looted, but the police moved in. Uh, they, they used tear gas and all sorts of uh, and flashbangs, and, uh, and, and it was stopped. Uh, not to say that it, was a, uh, it came to a peaceful conclusion, but they, they actually took action against, uh, against looters. Um, yeah. whereas, whereas here in Minneapolis, not only – this, I can't really stress this enough. This is the third night in a row where yeah. law enforcement and people that are supposed to be protecting, uh, you know, people and, and property, they, they, they just left. Uh, and I understand it's a, it's a very chaotic dynamic and fluid situation, but you should be, you know, the, the authorities here in the city should be able to know what, what's probably going to happen and where to, and they should be able to know where to direct those resources that they have uh, accordingly. Because We're talking because with Julio of, Rosas from Town Hall Magazine. Uh, Julio, would we be able to keep you for one more relatively short segment here? There's so much more we need to talk about here. Is, would that work for you here? Uh, sure, that's fine. All right. We are talking with Julio Rosas. By the way, if you have any questions, 651-289-4488. We can probably squeeze in a call or two if you're so inclined. Uh, but this subject is just beginning for us here. Let's take a break right now. Northern. Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, by the way, you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NARN Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. Operators are standing by by every possible medium. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Holy Lord God Almighty. AM 1280, The Patriot. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always 
get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. I'm Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex. I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air. proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com If your house needs new windows, you may be justifiably concerned about the upcoming parade of three-hour window presentations. High pressure, high priced, and all say they have the only window in the world that is right for you. Well, this year, do the opposite. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. The one-of-a-kind free service that's the exact opposite of the typical window buying experience. First of all, I'm respectful of everyone's time. In less than an hour at your house, I'll have all the info I need to email you installed quotes on any window brand from multiple local contractors. Secondly, we find the best options based on your needs in your house. Whether it's Marvin, Anderson, or local vinyl brands, I know where to get you the best prices and quality. Thirdly, zero pressure, guaranteed. You move at your pace, and I'm always available to provide more options or meet you at showrooms until you're confident moving forward. When that time comes, I'll write up the order and do a walkthrough inspection when it's done. And did I mention I have the same free process for siding and roofing? Visit my 3 Quotes online to set up a free appointment. That's the number three, my 3 Quotes. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Should you care to join us, we are talking with Julio Rosas from townhall.com, uh, who's been live on the street, uh, largely on East Lake Street, but the other flashpoints uh, in, in South Minneapolis uh, this past uh, several nights. Uh, you are heading back down, uh, back down this evening. You described a particularly up close and personal experience with the the, the riot. You 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 ran a follow of the riot control system in, in probably the most painful possible way, Julio. What happened to you? Uh, yes. So uh, unfortunately, I uh, I was shot at uh, deliberately by Minnesota uh, or by uh, uh, one of the one of the officers with a I assume was a uh, giant rubber bullet because. Um, uh, I say it was deliberate because I they I wasn't uh, among the the crowd that was throwing objects because obviously I, I was trying not to get hit um, right. from from either from from either side. I, I was on the sidewalk. Uh, I was on the sidewalk about halfway between uh, the crowd and and the police line. Uh, and like I said, I was off to the side and I was recording on on this this back and forth confrontation that they were having and. Uh, apparently one of the officers thought I was getting too close to them, which I will say I was not. Because <laughs> um, right. and uh, and he and he got me center mass, um, and it was, it was I can tell you it's not a fun experience at all. I I understand that you know it's a chaotic situation. Um, it, you know you know they're they're worried about their safety, but 
I, I mean, I was not, I was clearly not throwing anything. I had I had my phone in my hand, and and, that, and that's it. Uh, yeah. And I was I was trying to stay low to the ground, yeah, you know, like trying to keep trying to keep out of sight of them. But uh, yeah, apparently that, apparently that was that was not enough. And and so it, it it's it's unfortunate that it happened. Um, I can tell you. Yeah, I was on the street during the uh, violence around the Republican National Convention here in St. Paul in 2008, and. Uh, here to tell you, staying safe is a two-way street when you're between both of those sides out there. Uh, glad you're okay and uh, stay safer tonight. Uh, best of, best of yeah. your luck. Let's uh, go to the phones real quick. Paul in Plymouth has a question for both of us, I guess, Julio. Go ahead, Paul. You're on the air with Julio Rosas. Uh, thank you, uh, Mitch. Uh, I'll be brief. I came in a little late, so I'm sorry if you covered some of this already. But just real quickly, I was wondering... What was the, if anyone knows what the purpose and the directives for the police officers on top of the 5th Precinct were and why they couldn't, you know, relay what was going on there to somebody else to, to kind of try and, you know, get, take care of that issue or address that issue. And then why they didn't just have like maybe a few armed guards with real, real um, guns in front of the post office there. And, uh, you know, just so that's basically what I was, I've been curious about. Two questions there, really, uh, for you, Julio Rosas. I'll, I'll go to the second one. You weren't really downtown. By the way, I've got a source downtown. Well, okay, my little brother lives across the street from the downtown post office. Said that it looked more like a fairly token little cosmetic fire. There's no real sign it was on fire this morning. So the Minneapolis's beautiful downtown post office is still a beautiful downtown post office, God willing, as of this point. Uh, but back down on the south side, Julio, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess you probably didn't have a lot of contact with the chain of command in the 5th Precinct. Any observations on Paul's question about the uh, the deployment of the officers around the 5th Precinct, 31st and Nicollet? Yeah, so what, what I can tell you is that the National Guardsmen uh, may, were mainly uh, armed with rifles. Uh, some had their magazines in, some did not. So that that contingent went over the 5th Precinct. So as, as opposed to where exactly... Uh, they were able to go in that area. I can't tell you. Like I said, I, I lost track of them. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a mix on, on what their orders are because, as, as I said, we've seen them uh, engage with the protesters and hold their ground, but then it appears that higher leadership feels like it's too dangerous for them then it orders them to pull out uh, or having them have to redirect the, the, the manpower to other areas like that fifth precinct. So, um, I, I couldn't really tell you on on the exact uh, thinking behind it, but that but that appears to be the reason why was 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 the lack of manpower, and that's why they had they made the decision to pull away from from that perimeter uh, around the third precinct. So we're in our waning minutes here. We have got about two minutes to go. I guess if we could take a couple seconds here uh, to uh, you're heading back down again. You are in contact with some other news crews from some of the networks. Uh, are there networks, uh, there are networks of intelligence and contacts and sources telling anybody among the media anything about what to expect tonight? Are you hearing anything, Julio? Uh, so some of the protesters that were uh, getting in the faces of, of the police line, they, they were taunting them, saying that they're going to be out all weekend. Uh, so we'll see if the additional... Uh, manpower that has been brought in with the national with the full national guard will will keep them at home but i mean like i said it remains to be seen with it during the day it's a completely different story than it is at night yeah i've certainly noticed that over the last few days things were looking almost uh almost civil out there for a while yesterday afternoon 
But uh, yeah, very yeah, calm, very calm in the day. Very calm until, and, and in fact, the protests themselves, well, the protests, calm. yeah, the protests over the death of George Floyd have been civil, well managed, well regulated, uh, very peaceful, and and God willing, they stay that way. It seems to be that the uh, the problems come out after dark here, folks. Uh, Julio Rosas, one last question: You are reporting for Townhall.com. Where can people go to find your uh, reporting uh, from the streets of Minneapolis as we go forward here? Uh, yeah, so uh, they can go to townhall.com. Uh, the, we have uh, people uh, uh, following my work. They can also follow me on Twitter at Julio underscore Rosas11. Uh, I, po- I, I kind of live tweet uh, on what I'm seeing, whether it's videos or photos. Um, but uh, they can, like I said, they can also visit townhall.com. Excellent. Julio Rosas from, uh, from townhall.com. Uh, one last question. I have some people on uh, Twitter asking. The, the, the government, both at the state and local level, is trying to deflect this all off to white supremacist uh, provocateurs. It's hard to tell one protester from the other, but any sense of who it is that's uh, flying into town to cause the trouble here, Julio? Any, any, you heard anything here? So what, what I can definitively say is, is that people of all races over the past few days have taken part in in, in these riots in, in the looting. And, and so I, you, have there been white people here? Yes. Uh, are they white supremacists? I don't know. Uh, I would guess this, I would guess to say uh, probably not a majority of white people here that are rioting and looting are white supremacists. I, I, but and the real point, of course, is that yeah. uh, the government is supposed to protect the civilians and the citizenship and the businesses from threats of all types, whether they're white supremacist, quote, anti, end quote, fat or whatever. Julio, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. Stay safe out there. Let's stay in touch. All right. Thank you. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Rob Dorr from the Gun Owners Caucus joins us next. Go no- have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. You've been hearing us on the radio for years talking about shingle roofing and gutters. But did you know that we also do flat and low slope roofing? We install EPDM, TPO, PVC, or any other letter combination you might be able to think of. We don't just install the typical black EPDM rubber that you might be used to seeing. So if you'd like us to come out and evaluate your roof for maintenance, repair, or replacement, look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Let's talk today. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. AM 12